Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Anthony here. Um, it's been a long time. Uh, I think the last we put out was the Championship 4 preview. Um, this one's on me, and this has been on me for the last couple of months. Um, personally speaking, life has really gotten a little hectic. Um, there are so many people that to give a shout out to for not only helping me get through this, but reigniting my passion again for podcasting because I'm not going to lie to you guys. I took a step back and I thought to myself, uh, do I want to do this still? Do I want to keep uh, podcasting? Do I want to keep doing this weekly? Because I loved it and my love all of a sudden disappeared. I fell into a very bad depression. Um, you know, I almost lost my mother uh, this past month. Um, and just a lot of things happened. But I just want to, first of all, shout out Kevin, my wonderful co-host. He has done absolutely more than I could ever ask from a co-host that doesn't even, didn't even know me before we started this. You know, he's become like a brother to me. And, you know, I love that guy. You know, I want to shout out Methy. Alex, those guys have been a part of it, even who recently actually reached out to us, uh, which was awesome. You know, we missed that guy. Um, you know, all the guys here, I, I just want to thank you guys, first of all. For, um, I want to thank Brad. Comes on here very often. He has really, really done so much to, um, you know, reignite this passion for me. Great friend. Uh, you know, everyone over uh, his friend's you know, guys like uh, Matt Wishart, uh, you know, those guys, you know, done a lot for me. Uh, just kind of keeping my positivity up and growing, and I'm happy for that. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I know that I promised so many episodes in the off season, and once again, just kind of uh, dropped the ball. But it's okay. We're going to be dropping a few episodes. So this episode is from the Championship 4 race. And unfortunately, this episode is also missing the first 13 minutes in which I basically complain about Denny Hamlin losing and so on and so forth. So we had a technical error when recording. Um, our bot fell off, so it picked up this audio and the biggest 13 minutes of audio just disappeared. Um, my fault again. <laughs> but at the end of the day... We're getting this episode out. Uh, I have another one from December I'm going to drop after this. 
and then we have actual episodes from 2021. So yeah, once again, um, just want to thank you guys for supporting the podcast. Uh, we have some really special things planned for 2021, and I cannot wait to answer it. Uh, so yeah, without further ado, I believe this was episode 82, but don't quote me on that. All right, love you guys. Bye. like wave two's coming it's like no bitch we didn't get through wave one yet yeah all just stupid just... i think we're on wave three technically <laughs> dude this is like sharknado we're on like the sixth one. <laughs> oh man that might make outtakes honestly yeah eh, maybe not um okay so are you guys good to go yeah all right give me one second hey we never talked about my uh my uh racing adventure last couple weeks ago all right, no. well, let, let, let's break back we'll get, in with your we'll racing there. adventure. No, no, no I want we'll, to hear we'll about right now. I want to hear about right now. That. So, Matthew, tell me about your racing adventure. I suck. <laughs> okay. No, uh, there was, I recently did an enduro, which is um, 150 cars on a quarter mile track. What? Standing start, green flag, first one to do 250 laps, wins. And go. There's the only time that there's a caution, there's no cautions. There's red flags where you come to a stop, obviously. And uh, they get the car, either, you know, put the fire out, put it back on all four wheels, push a dead car out of the way, and then green flag racing, go nuts. It's, uh, it's insane. How many uh, laps was this? 250. Jeez Louise, was this a dirt or an asphalt? No, asphalt. Uh, Rockford Motor Speedway. Oh, you were uh, at Rockford for this? Home of Chad Knaus. And oh. yeah, they had a yeah, 250-lap enduro. That's the track with that giant tire, right? Yes. Oh, <laughs> my God. Did anyone hit it? Uh, I almost did. <laughs> well, a nice little oh, shit moment. Yeah, I, I damn near did poop myself, but uh, <laughs> it was... Quarter mile, high banked, 140 cars, and go. Line them up. Matthew, you are the only one of us with like actual racing experience. So I mean, this is actually still the better performance than either Kevin or I could put up. No, I would have taken dubs. I'm I'm literally looking at my Tampa Bay Grand Prix first place racing trophy right now that I got back in high school. What a hardo! (laughs) But really made a name for yourself there, uh, James Busher. So where'd you finish? Uh, top top fifteen. Hey, oh. that's really impressive, dude. Yeah. That's that's really good considering how many cars were there. You didn't crash. It, I did crash actually. Um, I got <laughs> crashed. Um, yeah. if, you it got was crashed. An, if it was an i racing event, um, my incident count would be about three hundred and fifty x. Oh, that's not too bad. Um, <laughs> at least at least, at least three cars died on my back bumper. Jeez, please. Like they went did you, almost um, firewall did you, deep into my back bumper. Geez. Did you put a GoPro on your car, or did anyone? Uh, lots of uh, people did. Okay, um, I'd like to watch one of these. You got a link? Uh, 
Goblin 250 Rockford. There's tons of them. Beautiful. It's, I'm going to look that up because this sounds funny. Did you finish it, on the lead lap? No, I was 10 laps down. Oh, oh. Wow. okay. <laughs> now, I've explained why I was 10 laps down. One. Yeah, you, you missed, uh, missed that part. 10 laps. Uh, I've never done one of those Enduros before, so I was extremely courteous oh, to other on. people. Mm-hmm. You go ahead, you go ahead. I'll get you back in the lap later. It'll be fine. Uh, first 125 laps was on the oval, just a straight oval circle track. Yes. They took a 10-minute break at 125 laps, and they introduced the backstretch chicane. Oh, oh God, this is Tony Stewart's dream. I really thought you were about to say figure eight. Yeah. Well, no, it's uh, it, they do have a, an X where they can run mm-hmm. figure eight, but they block it off. So when you come off of turn two, you turn into the infield, make a right-hander, and then turn left going back into turn three. And they put big old tractor tires and dead cars from the previous day's six-cylinder event as, you know, it's like as walls. So you don't hit a wall, you hit a big-ass tractor tire or the Ford Taurus sitting there. Nice. Oh, wow. So, So the reason I lost 10 laps is I went through the chicane and I got everything sized up. It's like, all right, I'm going to go to the outside of this person. And that person was making a beeline for that big-ass tractor tire that protects the pit wall. I didn't recognize it. And they drilled me in the left front, causing a flat tire. So I made a pit stop the next lap. Change the tire. I go to back out. Power steering doesn't work. <laughs> now, the normal driver of this car is six foot four. I'm 5'10". So I was straight-arming it to begin with. So there's no way in hell I'm going to be able to drive this thing without power steering. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm done. It's done. Turned it off, hopped out, helmet off. My car, my car owner comes running down. What? What's wrong? I go, power steering's dead. He turned the car on, shook the steering wheel, and says, it's fixed. Go. And they go, what? He goes, it's electric power steering, you idiot. You could have just turned it off and then back on again. I'm like, oh, my God, Matthew. It's like, you got to be shitting me. Helmet oh, on. No. Back out there. Lost 10 laps, so I probably could have been top five for sure, but... I love that. I, I, That's I didn't beautiful. know they were... I didn't, I didn't know that... I didn't know it was an electric rack. Well, God <laughs> bless, dude. You, you, you did the best you could, and I'll give you credit for that. My neck oh, was my sore God. for a week. Oh, I bet. I bet. Um, well, shit, dude. Glad you uh, made it top 15. Next time, let us know when you're doing that. I would love to throw you some cash to sponsor the car. We've already been on one car this year. I'd like to be uh, on the hood, though. Shit, it ain't my car, but hell, just send me some stickers. I'll put it on if and when, if there's a next time. I don't know. It was a, like I said, the normal driver, the six foot four guy, he was doing something, I don't know, where he couldn't make it. So they're like, hey, you want to drive it? And being the good slut I am, I didn't say no. I'm like, yes, I will drive it. I'm glad you had that experience, dude. That's awesome, man. That's hilarious. It was insane. All right, so I'd love to do that. That sounds so Hard, fun. Hardest I've ever worked for 20 bucks. <laughs> that was it. That's top 15 paid. Fifth, top 15, like, oh my god, was 20 bucks. Yeah. That's wild. What did the winner get? 500. All right. Oh, wow. And a big ass trophy with a pumpkin on it. But you know oh, what? Sick. For, yeah. a, for cars that you can buy and race. 
for 500. I mean, the cars are pieces of shit cars. Yeah. Yeah. Cobalt's. Pontiac G5s. I figure they're not Honda's getting anywhere mix. past like 80 miles an hour. No, I think the fastest I got was 65, and then I was actually scared to be looking at the speedometer for that long because I was like, ah, I'm going to hit the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I can could, I could literally hear like the tires squealing from here. Ugh. Oh, what, ugh. what a sound. Was... What a sound. And imagine 130, 140 four-cylinder cars with pretty much straight pipes. Yeah, I literally can't, because that sounds... I've never... I mean, the most cars I've ever seen on track is, what, 43? And to triple that, and then some, is just mind-boggling. They were three wide. Mind you, quarter-mile track. Yeah, your, yeah. High school, your high school track around the football field. Mm-hmm. Imagine turn three, all the way back to the entrance, past the entrance of turn one. Three wide, nose to tail. <laughs> and then green flag, go. There's nowhere to go. No. <laughs> Dang. It was That's a solid beautiful. 10 to 15 seconds before I actually started rolling after the green flag flew. Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah, dude. Well. I guess that's one way to start getting right back into uh, the Xfinity series. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Matthew, for giving us that story. I appreciate it, dude. It's my pleasure. And like I said, uh, check out YouTube search for uh, Goblin 250 Rockford. Uh, they've got in-cars, people with GoPros mounted them, uh, shot from the roof, shot from the pits. It's all excellent footage, and it's all right there because it's a small-ass track. <laughs> Hell yeah. I think if we get this done like earlier in the episode, less people will tune out after we uh, stop talking about the actual racing. <laughs> Alrighty then. So going back to the Xfinity series. So we had a, another uh, first time champion in the Xfinity series. So um, congratulations to Mr. Tallboy, Austin Sindrick on the furry himself. It, the fur- Yeah. NASCAR's first ever furry champion. This is, this is a huge stepping stone, I think for racing in general, but, uh, for furries all around of America. So that that's that's awesome. But yeah, no, I mean, uh, I, I had a lot of people, um, I saw a lot of people, sorry, complain about the fact that Chase Briscoe didn't win it. And statistically speaking, even though Chase Briscoe had nine wins, Austin Sindrick was actually the most consistent driver of the year. Yeah, and Sindrick actually probably the, uh, the most deserving champion. He was the only champion out of the three who actually scored the most points throughout the season. Chase Elliott did score the most points in the playoffs, I will say, even though he had mm-hmm. three finishes of 20th or lower. That's just how freaking good he was when he was yeah. good. Three wins. But, um, yeah, I mean, Austin Sindrick, I said it. If it wasn't going to be Briscoe, I'd rather prefer it to be Sindrick. I figured it was probably going to be Allgaier, but, I mean, it came down to strategy in Xfinity Series, surprisingly enough, and Allgaier played a, a strategy that just wasn't going to win him the race. Yeah. It's a shame, honestly. I mean, he played it smart with 20-something to go pitting for tires. He could, he still couldn't get around Cindric, though. That's how good the car was. Yeah, he Cindric has come such a far away in the mm-hmm. last year. Because remember last year we were kind of like, this guy literally can't race ovals. Yeah. And then look at him now. I mean, he won. Or I think he, he had that streak earlier in the summer where it was like... Stupid as hell. He had like 1-1-1-2-1. One, 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 yeah, and like all on ovals, I'm pretty sure it yeah. was insane. That was, so that was I mean, sh- happy, it was this happy Gilmore mo- moment of uh oh, Cindric <laughs> learned to oval. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, though. so like that he might get double digit wins next year's season because you got to figure his main rival is going mm-hmm. up the cup. Um, 
I don't. The think only that other drivers, yeah, are the team isn't going to get any worse, and there's going to be more road courses, or I don't know about yep. more total road courses, but, but they're getting there's, the, there's a coda being added. Yeah, there's a coda. Big deal. Exactly. Um, I mean, it's going to be. Uh, it's maybe not won't be easier for him, but we had a back to back champion with Redick. Yeah. Uh, to for the last two years, it, it's not. It wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility to see a back-to-back champion with Cindric. So when he was winning, he won both Kentucky doubleheaders, Texas, and he won at Elkhart late in Daytona. So it wasn't um, all the ovals. All he the did ovals. get three ovals in a row, two of yeah. the same track. But I mean, still, it's it's nothing short of impressive. It was actually five wins in six races and a second place finish to Brandon Jones. Not not bad. I mean that's no, he's got to figure whenever, it out. Whenever you're finishing <laughs> second to Brandon Jones, that's a that's a good day. Yeah, but <laughs> um, congratulations though. Regardless to um, to Austin Centric, a little bit of a sketch moment though, late in the race with a mysterious caution, quote unquote, with um, uh, what was it, Chase Briscoe? Uh, maybe an itchy arm there or something. Something like Chase Briscoe would not do is the it best was way very strange i, I had say people it. saying that it was a blown tire i never got we never got a good angle of it because they were claiming right rear and i mean it made sense the way he spun out and probably the fact that he was running that high anyway so if it did blow it, he wouldn't be down low and absolutely just eat the outside retaining wall but still mm-hmm. i mean I don't, I don't know. It was, it was really sketchy but either way disappointing way to end the season for sure for him i definitely feel like you know, it, it leaves a sour taste in Briscoe's mouth, even though he did win nine races. But he's going to go to Cup next year with a lot of confidence, I think. I mean, probably more than some drivers that go up there. Yeah, I mean, if you go to the next series and the previous series, you got nine wins the season before. Mm-hmm. You're you're more than deserving of that opportunity. So, yeah, yeah. Like, like you said, Briscoe, awesome job for him. Shame he couldn't close it out. I think if, if it would have been at Homestead again, he would have by far... Oh yeah, duh. Slaughtered the competition. Yeah. Oh god, yes. Yeah, and unfortunately, it wasn't. But that's that's part of the game. Yeah, the year that uh, Denny Hamlin, Chase Briscoe have uh, some of the best seasons of their career. They move the championship to a track they're not that good at. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy. But you know who is good at Phoenix? Who? Brett Moffitt. <laughs> it's a shame he got screwed out of a championship Friday night. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, just I don't even know what to say other than um, you know, who the hell is uh, Dawson Cram? Yeah. Just I I don't even I don't even know what to say. Poor Brett Moffitt. I was I had a tweet ready to be fired out the second he crossed the line that like I guess it takes breaking both of your legs to win a championship these days and a picture of Kathy Bates from Misery. <laughs> and I still tweeted it anyways, but I, it just didn't feel as good knowing that yeah. it was Sheldon Creed who ended up being the champion. I mean, Mari Gallagher is happy because no matter what, he's still the champion. But at the same time, I feel terrible for Brett Moffat. I, and he was not holding back either, I heard in the press conferences. As he should have. I mean, yeah, he was pissed. I'd be pissed if I got screwed out of a championship. Yeah, absolutely. It's a... Dawson's Creek. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Fucking just an absolute mess. But um, yeah, I, at the end of the day, it, it feels like I'm looking at the standing. Oh, no, this is actual standings. Never mind. I'm just looking at back at it. It's just like, damn, man, like Brett was just that close to getting it. And at the end of the day, Sheldon Creed, like, definitely earned it. He drove up 10 spots 
to win the championship. And I mean, going back to the Xfinity race, we had both these races finishing under green, white checkers. And I mean, the first this, the Xfinity race, we almost had Graxon just move um, Cindric out of the way to help Allgaier, but Allgaier just completely boofed the last corner. And then in the uh, truck race, we had uh, Sheldon Creed almost get into Grant Infinger at the end. Still don't know how Nelly Erickson didn't win that race. He was ahead by like yeah. a car length and a half going into three and four in the last lap. And Cindric just said, all right, I'm going to pass you. And like, I, he I, just, I don't know. Same thing I, happened I, at Texas to yeah, him. Yeah, He just yeah. can't finish, evidently. Yeah. Gregson, the best driver in the nine car. Sure, why not? <laughs> but um, uh, mark, I, my, mark my words. Gregson will be a threat for the championship next year. I agree. Yeah, because there's only four other drivers that really could be. I think okay, he'll so be we, a good candidate yeah. to replace like a, a Ryan Priest at JTG, mm-hmm. something like that. Gregson? I have a question. Oh, go ahead, Matthew. No, it's like Gregson to JTG type of thing. With well, like I mean, a, they're uh... not, they don't have any open spots at, at Hendrick, and I don't know where in the hell he's going to go for the next four years because they got Byron. Bo- I mean, Bowman's like looking like the odd man out now unless Larson stinks. So it's, it's, it's just like Gregson's in that awkward situation. I feel like JTG is probably the best option for him unless someone wants to scoop his crazy ass up. <laughs> I'm like a uh, Roush-style retainer with Busher at JTG. <laughs> I mean, potential. You know, JGR could could come back for their boy. (laughs) You know, if they skip over Brandon Jones, I'm gonna absolutely lose my mind. (laughs) Consider it lost. Yeah, it is. Um, I have a question though. Do we see any of these um truck drivers like potentially moving up to Xfinity next year to compete? Like, I I feel like Moffitt at this point deserves a chance to run for an Xfinity championship. He's he he's proven already enough that he is a a truck series champion and a a threat every single week. I think he deserves a better ride than the O two. He already ran a full season, anyways. He's yeah, also I a cup, cup series rookie of the year. Don't forget that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. He he could end up in that O two full time. I know they're getting a little bit more sponsorship support. They announced uh, yeah, this week. Yeah, but it's and... like Chastain in the four. It's like it's awesome to see, but it's just not going to win him races. Well, if they get more sponsorship and maybe have a technical alliance mm-hmm. somewhere. And I also um, want to point out that he was not, like you said in his uh, post-race comments, he was kind of going after uh, GMS. Yeah. So, like, uh, I do not so, expect yeah, him back goodbye, in the truck. Yeah, goodbye 23 car, because Maury yeah. was going to open that car back up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I will say their um, rookie of the year, 2020 rookie of the year, Zane Smith in the trucks is one guy I will look at that probably next year, or I'm sorry, 2022 is probably going to be moved up to Xfinity. I mean, he's he's a threat next year to probably win the championship. He was really good this year. Really fun awesome, to watch. Awesome guy, too. I mean, he seems like such a mm-hmm. a huge just racer. Yeah, like, I don't know yeah. how else to describe it. Like, he was so emotional with that first one. He seems like such a nice guy. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy for what he did. He did so much better. I didn't even know, honestly, like going into the season who he was and now for him to be the champion runner up is phenomenal. Yeah. Huge for him. I'm, I'm really, really, really impressed with what he's been able to do this year. And I, I hope that he continues it next year. And obviously you have Sam Mayer getting some, uh, rides in the expandy series next year. Yeah. So there's a good crop of rookies in that, uh, what is it, uh, JRM? I always get it wrong. JRM, yeah. Yes. Yes. JRM. Hendrick Light. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Hopefully, we start seeing some maneuvers once 2022 comes around to teams wanting to move up. I know there was a rumor today that Colleague is looking to buy a charter for 2022, but they're completely locked into 2021, they claim. 
Yeah. I mean, I think that's smart. Don't rush. Like, yeah. get the next gen car when it comes out. Yeah, you know? exactly. Don't waste 2021 on nothing. I mean, yeah. there's going to be nothing you're going to be able to transfer over. Except yeah, exactly. Build up Justin Haley for for another year. Get him a little bit more experience. Get another championship four appearance out of him, and then mm-hmm. he'll be ready for Cup in 2022. Looking forward to it. Really, really he's ready now. He's already it. won a race. This is true. People forget this. Yeah, Justin Haley is a Cup Series winner. Yes. Um, okay, so overall, guys, I mean, championship weekend at Phoenix, what are your thoughts? Do we want to keep it this way, or, like, do you want to move back, or just do a rotation? I'm glad they're keeping it for 2021, because I want that. I want to see how they do it, not just from a racing perspective, but, like, from a marketing and promotions mm-hmm. with, like, you know, full crowd. Even with 8,400, yeah, it felt like, crowd for sure. I mean, it was the first race that Gluck and Pockers, I think, were back at the track. And in, in really? terms of being, I did not and, know that well, for being in the infield, the track, yeah, for being in the infield, um, so that was really big. I know and Gluck then, hasn't been there, but I thought I, I honestly thought that uh, Pockers has been in almost every single race, so that's just wow. Yeah, so I, I really want to see how they do it, um, like you know, full steam mm-hmm. ahead, with however you want to say it. Hopefully, we're we're back to a point where we can have full crowds and everything back then, which I think we will, but you never know. Um, yeah. But then after that, I mean, rotate is, is my please advice. What's up, Matthew? I was going to say, based on what, Illinois' numbers are about to go through the roof. Based, based on what? Based on, you know, like, I, there was some promising news of the vaccine. Hope. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Last couple of days. I'm saying we're looking a year ahead. So I think we can be. And I know they, they're, they're one of the eight races next year that actually have practice and qualifying there, too. Um, for their championship weekend, so that'll be nice for those fans to experience as mm-hmm. well. What are what are y'all's thoughts on Phoenix as a championship track? I love Homestead so much. I really think that Homestead has actually been the better venue, but I mean Phoenix is definitely up there. This wasn't a a bad championship race by any stretch of the or championship weekend. I'm sorry by any stretch of the imagination. I think the racing was good. Um, I I know this is a dumb thing to say. I felt like maybe the lap counts were very short, especially on the truck and Xfinity side. It, it, it just, I feel like for championship weekend, that kind of deserves to be almost like a longer race just because of it's the entire season coming down to one race. But I mean, overall Phoenix is great. I, you know me, Kevin, I want the rotation. Mm-hmm. I want every year that the, you make the crew chiefs have to think differently think on their feet like what what am i dealing with with this uh round of uh eight what am i dealing with this championship for this year like you know we play in different arenas for the super bowl we have different venues for the olympics why not make the championship race rotate every now and then i mean i think nascar is not like any other sport (laughs) yeah well agreed i don't even like if there's Did you read what... the clap hands between each words? Did you read it? Did you hear <laughs> I, them? I could hear it. I could hear it. Okay. Even without there being a championship, I still think the schedule should have that, you know, the potential for a last, uh, you know, battle going into the last race, points, season long, all that, mm-hmm. at a different track. Um, just North Wilkesboro. Screw it. Sure. You haven't been there in 25 years. Screw like, it. That's where the championship. Pull your pull out your notebook from North Wilkesboro. I dare oh, you. There's rumors, yet, just... there's rumors of Atlanta getting um, a, a whole facelift, so maybe a championship race there. Vegas, I saw today, signed a contract extension to have two races through 2031. Well, so I, I guess, hope y'all like uh, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas is not losing. <laughs> I actually don't mind Vegas. 
I, I like Vegas. I feel and like it, honestly, that would be a I really think good Vegas town is going to age very, very well because when did they um, do the last repavement there? 2007, I want to say. It's, yeah, it's at a it's really about, nice point right now. Vegas is about to reach its its peak right now mm-hmm. in the next five years. So I, I really actually might very much enjoy Vegas, especially if the new car does perform the way I hope it performs. Also, New California. I mean, you want a finale at a short track, that one, maybe get Martinsville in there. Uh, a finale at Martinsville would be absolutely bonkers. I think it would be, awesome. be almost it would be better than a, a finale at Bristol. I, I want to say Bristol's too crazy because so much more chaos happens at Bristol in terms of like getting caught in others' incidents. Exactly. I feel like Martinsville, yeah. you control your own destiny, which is that's why we're never going to have a finale at Daytona or Talladega because you can't for the yeah. for the everything that the sport stands for. If you want, Steve O'Donnell will literally of, come out in 2023 and be like, "We like what we're seeing. We're going to have a finale at Daytona." If you want some form of legitimacy, you cannot have a finale at a play track. No, oh, no, I agree format. with you. That doesn't mean that Steve O'Donnell agrees with you. Oh, well, that's fair. Um, Wait, wasn't it, wasn't the short track in California the ending to Cars One? It was no, not it was a, it, it was, was a two the... mile track. It was yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, what was no. it called? Was it California Speedway or was it Hollywood Los Angeles Speedway? International Speedway? Kevin, our cars guy. I watched that five times in theaters when I was six years old. So I, your I poor know my... parents. <laughs> yes, 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 You're they poor... are. <laughs> your poor... every time Mater came on the screen, I can literally feel your parents' eye roll. <laughs> God, they love you, Kevin. I hope. I hope you know that. Oh, I know they do. <laughs> oh man. So, anyways, um, how much time we got with you, Kevin? A little bit more. I want to talk about the season as a whole. What are we thinking? Yes. I think, like, first all, first off, before we get into any yeah. of the on track stuff, we we do have to give a massive shout out to everyone involved. Yeah, in getting all. 36 races in Cup, 33 in Xfinity, and 23 in Trucks to, to happen. I mean, yeah, with Kevin, everything this mind. year, what a feat. You read my mind on this one. I cannot believe that we are actually having this episode right now. Because I was expecting, literally, I mean, a lot of people were the same way with this. When COVID shut down the Atlanta race, I feared that we might not have a race until potentially 2021 or maybe as early as July, and we uh, got back to racing in May, I want to mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that NASCAR was able to, on a dime, figure out its schedule as they went, and it's really, really cool that we got to finish this season. We got the playoffs that they had um, announced the way it was supposed to be. We got our Daytona season finale, well, regular season finale, sorry. We, we got a lot of things that we didn't expect to happen. So big shouts out to NASCAR. You know, we, we clown them a lot, but they actually got the job done here. And another cool thing, um, having, I mean, we're, I, we were the first sport back. Yeah. In terms of like professionals. And I think we've held the biggest crowd since the pandemic being the Bristol night race. I mean, we had 30,000 in there, which I think mm-hmm. is more than any college or, NFL football game so I don't far. know it depends on what you consider like you know the college ones because I'm sure an FSU tailgate doubles up okay that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there yeah I yeah. just shout out but besides that on track what are how are we thinking the season stacks up uh to to most recent seasons well I mean we have to only really be able to compare it almost to 2018 2019 just because of how the package is and I mean, I will say it's better than last year. Agreed. Yeah, the short tracks absolutely freaking sucks. Yeah. (laughs) The road courses were much better this year. Yes. We got rain for the first time. Two of them. Yeah, that was fun. 
I mean, I don't. You could honestly say what you want about Daytona Road Course. It was unique, and NASCAR had to make take a chance. I wish they had taken the bigger chance with Road Atlanta, but I mean, we got what we got, and it was still, yeah. you know, a race. I, I'm excited to see all the new road courses next year. Uh, that's for gonna be a lot sure. of fun. Yeah. I mean, we got what was it, Indy Road Course for the first time with stock cars. That was freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna get to see that, I think, with two series next year, which is gonna be lit. Yeah. I mean, I will say, I think we're all every every NASCAR fan is a fan of all three series. What was the best? series this season do i have to really xfinity. say it, Kevin? let's just all say it's, xfinity, it's, and it's xfinity yeah i mean it yeah. lights out every freaking week it's insane how consistent i don't know if it's the composite body the the small blade on every single yeah. track it's, that's probably a big yeah. part of it yeah. a combination yeah it's it's such the drivers are also really good really series all balanced with each other like yeah obviously at yeah, chase briscoe winning a lot but they were very much on any given weekend, someone could potentially steal a win. Brandon Jones, like yeah. you know, I mean, dude, I said it earlier this week. Like my favorite moment of 2020 is the Darlington Xfinity race, where Brandon Jones literally came out of freaking nowhere and won the race. It was awesome. Might be really? the race. Come out of nowhere. Me. Really? I saw nowhere. that. I saw that coming five laps to go. I'm thinking, <laughs> C- congratulations, I'm, Matthew. I'm saying Hamlin. Chastain, oh, who's running third? Yeah, he's going to win. Methy, I'd, I'd agree with you, but the fact that you only scored 977 points in the pick means you don't really see that far ahead into the future. <laughs> I'm good for at least a 5-10 to 10 lap window. <laughs> That's, fair. That's fair. I mean, it, it's, it feels like, what, 10, oh, yeah, 10, 9 months ago that we were thinking Ryan Newman was a dead man. Yeah. For him to run... What thirty three of the thirty six races is yeah insane. Also, yeah, Brett Moffitt broke his legs. Came Brett back, Moffitt broke almost his won legs. Championship. Two, two laps not of a, a championship. Not even a top ten story of the NASCAR season. It's insane. Not, it's not even close. There's so much. I mean, the, all all the racial issues, the the whole thing with Bubba. And we just, banned Confederate flags this yeah. year. It so like, much, man. So it much. It's probably year. the most the most like emotional season i'd say since 2001 in terms of just everything jimmy johnson's retirement yeah i mean so much happened it's it's insane yeah freaking clint boyer's no longer driving we had matt kenseth return that was i mean just so many wild moments matt benedetto made the playoffs for the first time in his career yes like that was huge yeah I mean, dude, we saw some wild things this year. I mean, honestly, we could start talking like our little award show now and just kind of give a little peeks and previews. But, Kevin, I mean, let's talk about it. What was your moment of the year? Moment of the year. Um, probably a moment of the year. Probably the finish of the summer-spring Talladega race where they were where Eric Amarola finished backwards in third place. Photo finish between... Um, Stenhouse and Blaney. I mean, that was that yeah. was so much fun to watch. What about y'all? Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I mean, it's got to be that picture of Ryan Newman walking out of the hospital. That's probably my moment of the year. I know it's well, not a I feel race, like an but asshole. that was yeah. I was gonna say, Kevin, you fucking prick going first, getting like the worst answer. I thought we were no, talking like on track. Answer. That was a good answer, Kevin. But honest <laughs> to God, I I mean, like being real, that was. <laughs> I mean, you and I hung out that entire night after yeah. the Daytona 500. We were just scared shitless of, like, what could happen. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, honestly, yeah, that's probably the moment of the year. Race of the year, though, I already said, definitely the Darlington 
uh, Xfinity race, but Talladega, both Talladega races are right up there. Those are wild. Yeah. This package, man. I think Talladega and Bristol are showed again this year why they are probably the two best tracks in NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms if you're of a casual fan, those are the races you're watching. Yeah, um, it's a shame. It's a real shame we didn't get to see Watkins alone because it's been so good for so mm-hmm. long. We'll get it back gonna, next year. Yeah, they're going to do a great job next year. Um, but Matthew. we'll. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we'll. We've uh, just so much has happened. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, Matthew, what's uh, what about you, man? Man, that Chicago land finished this year. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, damn, I missed that race already. Damn, um, I got some bad news. news. Yeah, I know. Shut up. Um, <laughs> I got some worse news actually. I just I'm looking at the standings. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. led only 68 laps. He was so close, close. so close. And you know oh. where he could have gotten that 69th? Yep, yep. He won at Talladega. Mm-hmm. God, painful. Yeah, was like, so close. Uh, moment of the year for me, hands down, was that. Uh, Bubba Wallace at Talladega mm. with the entire field teams, everybody standing behind him. Yeah, uh, for sure. It, it luck, luckily, I don't know if that's the right word or not, but luckily, it turned out to just be a weird, unusual set of circumstances that led to that event. But at the time, thinking thinking it was worse than it was. Just mm-hmm. to have everybody have his back was just, I, I don't know, if, just it was beautiful. It really was. I yeah. don't have another word for it. It was it a was... really awesome moment. There were some really huge photogenic moments this year. I mean, I could give a route Mount Rushmore right now, like Newman walking out of the hospital, the Bubba picture from, um, like either the entire team's pushing his car or the selfie with the the entire crew behind him. And then, I mean, you have the Chase Elliott, Jimmy Johnson, Rick Hendrick hug at the end of the season. That's that was also extremely, was nice. extremely yeah. powerful. Um, you know, if you could add one more to the list, please. Uh, you know, I guess maybe probably uh, what what is it? Um, Cole Custer and Victory Lane just like chugging the beers like <laughs> yeah. Stone Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's yeah. that was pretty freaking cool too. Yeah, Cole Custer became the first rookie since 2006 to win a. Yeah, race non shortened. I believe. Yeah, he um he was rookie of the year for that too. Or I guess Montoya awesome. in two thousand seven. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't down. consider him like a, a normal rookie per se. <laughs> Formula Formula One winner, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, a yeah. rookie. Yeah, yeah. Some really cool moments, man. Some really really awesome moments over the season. Um, which is strange considering we almost didn't have a season. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say. There was I saw a thing a couple weeks ago um, from some of the top NASCAR execs saying there was a, a tentative plan to the season would end with a triple header back to back to back days at Phoenix. And I don't know how the hell they would have worked that out, but that was the original plan. Or, it was one of the plans. Carefully, the, I'd assume. Yeah, I, I don't even know. One of the 100 plans they had. They got to work somehow, man. It's and I think that we proved one thing for sure. I mean, double headers, like they are, they they are, they work this year in one way or another, and they're here mm-hmm. to stay for sure. I hope I'm excited for double headers in the future with full crowd because like this year yeah. it was it was weird and mm-hmm. to see how I feel like they can do something because we did see the top cars 
in the first doubleheader, dominate for the most part in the second doubleheader. I want to say three doubleheaders or four doubleheaders that we had, like the guy who won or should have won the first race, won the second race or finished like second. So I don't know if it's like a bigger field invert into the top 20 or whatnot or change the pit stalls up. I think honestly that's the big one because change maybe do like an invert of the top 20 and then top 20 also pit stall position because that's that's a huge part. The bigger invert, <laughs> yeah, big, yeah, Chase Elliott, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll be a much, much more uh, fun idea, I think, just mm-hmm. really add to the chaos, yeah. One um, thing that I would like to see moving forward is more weekday races, like a Wednesday <laughs> night or a Thursday night. I know that the ratings weren't there for them enough to justify doing it more, but. I freaking loved just coming home from work and hey, race is on. Sweet. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> it, it was very, very, um, very specified set of people were going to watch that, and I felt like, hey, they're doing this for me. They're yeah. this is for me. This is a race on a Wednesday night. They know that the casual fans aren't going to be watching it. They're going to be watching the Bachelorette or whenever night that's on, but. <laughs> It Tuesdays. was, yeah, I said it. Tuesdays, sorry. It was here, here, hardcore fans. Thank you for sticking with us. Here's a no nonsense, no bullshit race. Yeah. Because I didn't have Larry McReynolds explain to me 14 times what around a wedge was. You know, just little shit like that. It was yeah. a specified race. Like, hey, hardcore fans, thank you. Here's a Wednesday night race at Martinsville. The hell yes. Yeah, especially maybe doing that like in the middle of the season when there's just like only baseball on. Because I know baseball has that awkward kind of week off where there's just no sports on um, during their usual um, all-star break. I feel like if NASCAR... The Wednesday night after the MLB all-star game, none of the four major sports on. If NASCAR were to swoop in, put a race on, not only on just like NBCSN or FS1, put it on big NBC. I don't know yeah. what track, like a track with a smaller venue, say like a Nashville or something. I think it only holds like 25K. Oh, sick if they did um, that in Nashville. Are you kidding? Or like even yes. like a, let's say the, the Bristol dirt race doesn't work out. Put it on, put the regular Bristol spring race, move it just a little bit later in the summer, make it a 400 lap Wednesday night race for everyone to watch. I mean, who wouldn't want that? An idiot. Exactly. Anybody who, anybody who doesn't want that, we don't want them as a fan. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Not to go, be elitist, go, go but no. no. That's well said. That's well said. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well then. Um, Kevin, how much time we got? I would like to make like some seagulls and get the flock out of here, as my father would say. God, I hate um, that so much. Yes, I know. Well, stick around, guys, because even though we're logging off right now, we will be back tomorrow with uh, potentially What Incarnation and some other guests to finish out our 2020 awards show. So stick around for that. I'll do some cheap transitions. But until then, I have been Anthony. I have been Kevin. And I have been Mebby. And we will see you guys tomorrow and next week don't worry we do have some off-season episodes to do kevin and i have something really fun planned out especially 
four FSU alumni, so mm-hmm. get ready. And for we still got four F1 races to cover, so oh yeah, we shit, ain't going that's away. true. <laughs> <laughs> We're not done just yet, but yeah, we got four F1 races. Got some, uh, maybe some chili bowl. Actually, got some stuff to talk about, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a good off season.